Today we celebrate the martyrdom of St. John the Baptist. We celebrate his death because of the way he lived his life. He was the precursor, the one who prepared the way for the Messiah. And indeed, from birth to death, he did just that. At the visitation, for example, John leapt in Elizabeth's womb because Jesus was brought near by Mary's presence. This is mentioned in Luke's Gospel to remind us of how we are to react at the presence of Jesus who is always near to us. In the Eucharist, for example, do we show a sign of respect or reverence not only outwardly but inwardly in our hearts? And likewise, when Jesus is near us, do the sick, the poor, and the least of our brothers and sisters. When we do, then like John the Baptist, we are precursors as well, ensuring that Jesus is recognized and received as Lord. During John the Baptist's ministry as an adult, he was always ready to proclaim the presence of Christ. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. It is interesting that John the Baptist died over the issue of marriage. This would prefigure the church in later centuries, defending the dignity of marriage and family life. For example, St. Thomas More and his battle with King Henry VIII over the issue of marriage, divorce, and remarriage, and his being put to death in a similar way as John the Baptist. We too are called to uphold the truth of the church's teaching, not only in our own lives, but in the public square and discourse. When we do, we prepare for the way of the Lord. Finally, John the Baptist's martyrdom prefigured the way Jesus would die, out of love for us. We are called to share in that martyrdom, to die to sin and selfishness, to take up our cross and follow Jesus. Again, to the extent that we do, we prepare the way for people to meet Jesus Christ through our sacrificial love and care. Being a prophet of God, John the Baptist knew that his ministry must be public, that is, to the masses. He also knew that the common people could be greatly influenced by their leaders, not just in legislation passed, but by their moral choices. Herod's marriage to Herodias, his half-brother Philip's wife, while Philip was still living, amounted to adultery. The Mosaic Law of Leviticus chapter 18 verse 26 and chapter 20 verse 21 clearly forbade such an illicit union. So John the Baptist confronts Herod publicly and Herodias, who did not want anything or anyone to threaten her position as queen, was looking for a way to eliminate the problem. She found her opportunity when Herod threw a party to celebrate his birthday, and in attendance was his courtiers, officers, and leading men of Galilee. The contrast between John the Baptist and Herod could not be more pronounced. John the Baptist was committed to righteousness, disciplined in his life and fearless of public opinion. Herod, on the other hand, was fickle, weak, and subject to influence. Although he feared John the Baptist, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, he initially tried to keep him safe. But when Herodias' daughter danced before the king, he foolishly gave an oath to give the girl whatever she asked for, up to one half of the kingdom. Her mother seized the opportunity and had the girl request the head of John the Baptist. The banquet quickly turned into a parody of two other feasts, one told in the same chapter 6 of Mark's Gospel, that is, the multiplication of loaves and fish, and the second, the institution of the Eucharist 
in Mark chapter 14. In King Herod's feast, darkness, sin, and death dominated, and everyone attending was complicit in some way, the crowd who did nothing to intervene in the gruesome crime, the young girl who facilitated the request of her mother, Herodias who schemed the murder, the executioner by whose hand the murder took place, and Herod who, as king, could have ruled in favor of life, capitulated to his imprudent oath and his esteemed guests. John the Baptist's death, in the end, foreshadowed Jesus Christ's death and the struggle of the early church in a dominant Roman Empire. His mission was accomplished and successful. He prepared the way for the Messiah by preaching repentance of sins and by introducing Jesus Christ as the long-awaited bridegroom who would marry the church. This took place at the Banquet of Life, the wedding feast of the Last Supper, where Jesus enacts the two important sacraments of ordination and Eucharist so that the bride can receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the bridegroom and be strengthened until the end of time and the opening of the eternal wedding banquet of the Lamb. May our response be that of today's psalmist who said, O Lord, you are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from my birth. It was you who took me from my mother's womb. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all day long. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. 